Alright guys, welcome back to another episode of the Fairly Lame Podcast. As always, my name is Dom and this is your home of good environmental news from all around the world. This is episode 66, I believe. And uh, as always, for a quick overview of what I've got for you guys today. First up, we'll head over to America to have a look at how the Fish and Wildlife Service plans to establish some climate insurance for the country's ocelot populations. Then we'll learn about Africa's Great Green Wall initiative and the role food forests will play. Then Indonesia's crackdown on illegal palm oil plantations. That will see over 200,000 hectares of farms turned back into forests. And then finally, we'll finish up with a story about how the University of Michigan and MIT are turning windows into transparent solar panels. And I'm sure a lot of you are sick of me saying this by now, but please keep sending through all the good environmental news, innovations, Instagram pages, anything like that, that you come across uh, and potentially even jobs too, but that's a story for another day. I do want to try to make a bit of like a job volunteering hub register kind of thing on the page, just because I do get a few questions about it. And I think it'd be a really good thing to do, uh, especially, you know, just ties in well with the good environmental news, people wanting to get involved. Um, but haven't uh, explored it too much at this stage. Um, but yeah, if you do hear of any opportunities that you think would be valuable for me to share, um, yeah, please let me know and I will try to uh, put the word out for you. Uh, and also while I'm on that, thank you to everyone who sent through their favorite uh, good environmental news stories from this year as a part of that giveaway with the Appalachian uh, Botanical Company. Um, yeah, great to see that uh, a lot of the stories are resonating with you guys. And unsurprisingly, that giveaway was for the lavender that came from the lavender that's been grown to transform the coal mine. And that did come up a few times as people's favorite news stories. So perfect way to do it. But anyway, let's get straight into our first story. And so, yeah, like I said, the first story we're getting into today is about how a new ocelot population could soon be established in Texas to give the species some climate insurance. After decades of habitat loss, hunting, and collisions with vehicles, America's last 100 wild ocelots are split up between two isolated populations on the Gulf Coast, which could be wiped out by a single hurricane event. So, as a bit of an insurance plan, the United States Fish and Wildlife Service is aiming to establish a new strategic population using the offspring from a captive breeding program that has just gotten funding. It'll be positioned inland of the two existing groups so it's more protected from coastal storms, as well as to make it a bit of a hub population that is able to connect the American cats with the more diverse populations down in Mexico. Reconnecting these cats is so important for restoring the genetic diversity of the subspecies to not only reduce the risk of them being wiped out by a disease, but it'll also give them a better chance of adapting to climate change. And to further boost these efforts, the Fish and Wildlife Service is also building 12 animal underpasses along sections of highway that previously had the most ocelot collisions to make it safer for these little guys to move between the different patches. Now I'll take you guys over to Africa to learn about how food forests are helping build a great green wall that will hopefully one day restore over 100 million hectares of degraded farmlands. So the vision behind the initiative is to plant a living barrier of green landscapes across the width of Africa to stop the southern expansion of the Sahara Desert into savannas and rainforests. And one of the ways of doing this is by establishing things called food forests. These forests are a type of farm that aim to replicate natural ecosystems and incorporate crops that grow in different spaces, such as up in the canopy, in the shrub layer, or even underground for things like root vegetables. And by having all of those layers, families are able to get food, fuel, building materials, medicines, and probably heaps more from the exact same land that would otherwise only be able to support a couple different crops at a time. 
It's also thought that because of those benefits, these food forests have a heaps better chance of being protected in the long run than regular forests, as they're worth so much more to the community's standing than if they were to be cut down for firewood. In some areas, locals can learn about the technique by joining a four-year program that involves setting up and rehabilitating their land, identifying what plants are best suited to their conditions, and then optimising the ecosystem for the best results. Then when the farmers graduate, they have the opportunity to become mentors or others choose to help out in other ways like turning their farm into a nursery that grows the plants that other people need to get started. And in total, over 18 million hectares of degraded farmlands across 11 different African countries have already been restored thanks to the Great Green Wall Initiative. And staying on the topic of bringing back Earth's forests, our next story is looking at how Indonesia is planning to transform over 200,000 hectares of palm oil plantations back into forests. Indonesia is the world's leading producer of palm oil, however it was recently uncovered that over 3 million hectares of its palm plantations were illegally occupying land that's meant to be natural forests. And for one example of what that looks like, the Teso Nilo National Park was established back in 2004 to protect the critically endangered Sumatran tiger from habitat loss, but now over 43% of the park is illegal palm oil. So to start undoing all of that damage, the operators of the illegal farms will be kicked out and fined, and that money will go to the government to help pay for the restoration of the natural ecosystems. But the palms won't all be removed at once, because you'd rather have something holding the precious topsoil in place than nothing, so instead they'll carefully manage the landscape and thin out the palms as the original vegetation returns. And this announcement isn't just good for the forests, as officials suspect that this crackdown will also help them combat other issues in these areas such as wildlife crime and human exploitation. And I reckon there's a chance that stories like this start becoming more common as we've already seen places like Europe start banning the importation of products that are linked to deforestation. And finally, the last story on this week's episode is about another extremely interesting topic, which is about how glass windows are being used as transparent solar panels to turn skyscrapers into vertical solar farms. So coming out of MIT and the University of Michigan, this energy generating glass works by directing UV and near-infrared light to thin strips of solar cells that are hidden in the window frame where it's converted into electricity. As this technology doesn't utilise visible light, and because the windows are vertical and not horizontal, these are around half as efficient as conventional solar panels, but being able to install them in so many more places could make up that ground pretty easily. And importantly, the university has developed it so the technology could either be incorporated into the window during the manufacturing stage, or retrofitted onto an existing one as a laminate for even more flexibility. Another massive benefit of this tech is that now buildings won't have to balance their rooftop space between solar panels and things like rooftop gardens, air conditioning units, or maintenance access points. Last year, they managed to secure $70 million in funding to begin producing these solar windows at scale, and they also have plans to incorporate the tech into consumer electronics and even cars, so make sure to keep listening to the podcast to hear about what they do. So guys, that is all the good news I could squeeze into this week's episode of the Fairly Lame Podcast. Like I said at the start, keep sending through any good environmental news or projects, anything at all that you come across. Uh, But it also works the other way. If you live in a country that maybe I haven't covered yet or there's something you want to learn more about, also reach out. Let me know either on Instagram at fairlylame underscore or uh, down in the comments on YouTube, wherever you're listening to. Uh, And yeah, that will do us. We'll talk to you guys next week. Have a good rest of the day. Drive to the gym, drive to the beach, whatever the hell you're doing. Talk to you guys then. See ya.